The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. It's Prince Ripapat. Welcome to the next chapter. I hope everyone is safe and sound at home. I know this is a really difficult period for everyone right now. It's scary. It's sad. It's frustrating. This pandemic has impacted every single person on this planet and affected every corner of this world, including sports. It's definitely weird not having any games or matches to watch. It's unfortunate. And considering the scope of the show, if there was ever a time to talk about life beyond or after sport, it is definitely now. And while I do realize that what we are dealing with is much bigger than sport, much bigger, I couldn't help but think about all the athletes and coaches whose seasons and or careers came to an abrupt end. So for the next several weeks, we here at The Athletic are turning my podcast into a video show, which you can check out on all social media platforms, including Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. The premise of the show will essentially stay the same, but I'm going to be checking in with players, coaches, and various voices in the sports world just to see how everyone's managing this difficult period, including being quarantined at home. We'll talk about the shock a lot of people are experiencing, the emotions that are bubbling to the surface, And we'll also discuss the ways in which athletes and coaches can turn this layoff into a positive and productive experience. And listen, we're also going to have a little fun too, because I think that's really important during a crisis like this. It's crucial that we connect and laugh and still find a way to enjoy life, even in the midst of some very trying times. These interviews will be a little bit shorter around the 25 to 35 minute range, primarily because it's a different medium talking about video. And we'll be pumping out a large volume of these, which puts a strain on resources. But I hope you nonetheless enjoy these conversations and are able to take away something from each of them. Today, you're going to hear from a Minnesota All-American softball pitcher whose senior season was cut short as a result of the coronavirus. Amber Pfizer had high hopes for the Golden Gophers just one year after she had led them to their first college World Series appearance. Unable to train or be with her teammates, Amber finds herself in a very difficult situation. And although the NCAA made the announcement that all spring athletes would be granted an extra year of eligibility as a result of the pandemic, as you'll hear from Amber, the decision to return to school is not that simple. We recorded this interview on two separate occasions. The first was done on March 18th when she was still on Minnesota's campus, and the second was recorded on March 30th after she had gone home to Iowa. You'll probably be able to pick up on her uncertainty over the future of her athletic career. So 
without further ado, let's get to the interview. Ladies and gentlemen, All-American pitcher for the Minnesota Golden Gophers, Amber Pfizer. Joining me right now, Amber Pfizer, All-American pitcher for the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Hi, Amber. How Hello. are you doing? I'm doing good. It's been a lot happening this morning. <laughs> it took us about two hours just to even get set up, as if we already don't have enough going on, and then your right. power went out just as we were trying to record. Yeah. Life could not be any more challenging right now. Um more importantly, though, how are you doing physically and mentally? Um, I've been doing good. I think that I've never been in my bed for such a long time for the past few days trying to, like, self-quarantine myself. But um, mentally, just trying to – I don't think it's really wrapped around my head yet what's been happening. And I keep thinking, like, oh, my gosh, like, we kind of have an extended summer right now, so maybe I'll just go home and do, like, all these bunch of activities. But you realize you can't do anything. So it's kind of hard, not going to lie. <laughs> I've talked to just a few, a handful of athletes and coaches so far, um, and I'm trying to reach out to more just to get a gauge on how everybody is feeling, but it seems like everyone seems to be in shock. Is that how you're feeling? Absolutely, because I remember last week in Hawaii, I think it was Tuesday, right before we were head to practice, um, I was talking to my coach, and I'm like, you know, I see all these cancellations and everything, and I can see our season getting pushed back, but never, like, we're talking about do you think the season will get canceled like the whole season? And they were like, no, that'll never happen. Like there's no way. And then the next day we played our game. And then the next morning we were getting ready um, for our game on Thursday. And we got told at breakfast that our season was canceled. So mm. I don't think anyone saw this coming at all. No. So what have you been doing in the meantime? What are you, where are your days looking like? Um, well, I've watched, I can't believe I'm actually saying this, but I've been watching too much Netflix. <laughs> um, I don't know what to do with myself, honestly. I went grocery shopping yesterday just because I have a Target Express here on campus, but it's like completely wiped out. So my coach actually helped and take me, took me to an actual grocery store, um, which was a little bit better. But um, yeah, I just, I don't know what to really do. So you've just been watching a lot of TV and lying around. Have you been able yeah. to, are you trying to exercise at home? I assume, Cause you guys can't train together or nor can you no. go to the gym, right? No. Um, Athletes village here just got closed down um, starting today. So I'm not sure how long that'll be closed. All of our weight room, everything is closed around here. Um, so they've sent us like things or they're like, within the next few weeks, they're going to send us stuff that we can just do at home or like, do stuff that we'd need to do in our rooms. Like when I go home on Saturday, my dad has a weight room downstairs. So I'll probably go um, and work in there. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. Good for I'm you. very lucky with that. And you're so. starting online classes today, right? Yep. All okay. Online classes start today. So, and we have this thing where most classes right now are going to use zoom um, mm. to have, have like a live connection and everything. What's been the biggest challenge for you personally? With all of this? Yeah. I would just say um, basically getting two, two thirds of my senior year taken away from me, um, just not knowing what's going to happen in the future. I know that they have announced that they're giving seniors and everyone else another year of eligibility just because of this. And I think that's a really great opportunity, but it's still scary at the moment um, of all the precautions. And I think that they're doing the right thing with um, canceling the rest of the season just for everyone's safety. 
but um, just hoping that I get that year back or and whatever I decide to do, there's just a lot more that comes with it that we still don't know about what the NCAA is going to do. For sure. Yeah, that was that was definitely good news, um, and mm-hmm. understandably no, so that they made the move. The NCAA announced um, that it, it will grant relievers season of eligibility for all spring student athletes. So mm-hmm. that includes for you guys softball, baseball, track, tennis, golf, um, and then there's still some questions around the winter sports. So yep. sports like basketball, where some of them didn't get to even start their postseason. Yeah. So there's a lot of questions around that. Um, how I know that you had a post, you tweeted out something <laughs> yep. saying um, day four without softball and I'm already <laughs> missing it like crazy. Glad I was able to pitch in our last game. What are you missing the most with sport no longer in your life? I mean, just being a part of that, t- your team, I think your teammates are what you're around every single day, 24 seven. Like I'm with these girls, we're traveling for eight weeks straight. Like you become so close to them and they're just like your family that once you don't get to do what the sports that you loved with them, like it's really, really hard because I mean, being away at college too, like not all our families are able to travel every weekend. And so we kind of lean more on each other to spend that time together and enjoy what we're doing together. Um, it's just really hard not being able to do the sport you love and the thing you're, I mean, you're basically at college for, it's the reason like you go to college is to play the sport you love and then also get an education. So just being that, having that taken away from you, um, it's just really hard. So, yeah. Uh, how are your teammates doing? I, I assume, you know, fortunately now, I mean, imagine if this happened 20 years ago, 30 years ago, I mean, you weren't even alive, but, <laughs> but at a time when we didn't have cell phones or FaceTime or email or any of, or the opportunity to do any distance learning. And we wouldn't have the opportunity to stay in contact with everybody, Mm -hmm. but what, how are your teammates feeling right now? Um, they're doing okay. I'm pretty much the only one left on campus currently. (laughs) So they've all gone home. um, Oh, wow. So you're, you're still on campus and all your other teammates went home. There, like there was three of us left today. And I think the rest of them but me are going home today. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. So <laughs> it's and <just> me. <laughs> so it's just you yeah. at Minnesota just chilling right now. Actually, that yeah. might that's going to work in your favor because it doesn't get any more social distancing than that. Because I, I guess you're just so. Going. So are you <laughs> making plans to go home to Iowa? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so with my dad's past um, health history and just being around my grandparents with their health history too, like it's just best for me to like with all the traveling that we've been doing. I mean, mm-hmm. I was in UCLA a week and a half ago in Hawaii. So I just think it's best for me to make sure that I'm healthy before I come home and um, kind of giving myself that time to make sure that I'm okay before I go risk it, taking anything to them. So, yeah, uh, that is just the unique situation. And that's so smart mm-hmm. and, and kind and compassionate and selfless of you to think about that, because um, I think there's a lot of young people out there mm-hmm. that are just thinking that this isn't going to affect me. And it's like, honestly, it's it's um, I don't want to say it's less about you, not you personally, mm-hmm. but less about the younger people, but more about like the impact that you could potentially have with our family. And a lot of our right. family members are older. Um you know, and I know it's it's great to hear about your dad and his continuing battle. Um, I know mm-hmm. last year he was diagnosed with cancer and it, mm-hmm. it was an inoperable situation. I think he went through 40 rounds of radiation, mm-hmm. right? Yep, yep. Wow. Anyway. And yeah, how is he doing right now? 
Um, he's doing really good. Um, he's had two kidney transplants in the past as well. So <laughs> the reason that it made the cancer so even like more difficult was because like, not only was it a rare case of cancer, but like, it was also like the spot that I was in, it made it really difficult for him to get any treatment that he needed because, um, they couldn't affect his kidneys. So my dad has four kidneys right now because they don't take them out. I know it's kind of crazy to think about, but, um, yeah, they had to make sure that the treatment wouldn't affect his kidneys and basically ruin them. Um, so he's been on, some like shots that they give him um every three months i would say you can do it either every six months or every three months but he's doing every three months um he'll be on those for like the next year and then they don't actually like do an i don't know as an mri or anything like that to see if the cancer is still there or not but his numbers are very very low so Hmm. when he when he had cancer his number was at like 17 and that number varies like where whoever like depending on who you are your numbers can be very different but now it's down to a 0.1 so um that's the lowest it's ever been and that's he's in like officially in like recession so ah that's so wonderful to yeah. hear that's great yep. i know i um that's wonderful to hear and mm-hmm. um we wish him the best of luck and strength and all of that i know Thank that you. last year was a very tough year for mm-hmm. um, for your family and for you, especially you experienced such great successes leading Minnesota to its first ever college world series birth. And then also having to deal with that with your father. Um, but you also mentioned that it taught you a lot of lessons about really mm-hmm. focusing on the things that you can control and everything happens for a reason. And with those lessons that you learn from that and applying it to everything that's going on <laughs> right now, how are you able to find lessons and and some sort of reasoning behind all of what you're experiencing right now? Right. Um, I've kind of just been trying to figure that out, too. I mean, like like you said, like I always believe that everything happens for a reason, but I'm trying to figure out, like, why is this sickness happening? Like, what is the reason for it? So um, I don't know. I just think that we have to just kind of remind ourselves that what we're grateful for and not only like who we're playing for, but like where we're come, where we've come from and everything like that. Like just remind ourselves, like the things that we love and like why we do them. And I've just realized that I'm not only playing for just myself, but I'm basically playing for much more than that. Like playing for my dad because his body didn't allow him to pursue the career that he wanted to in baseball and softball. And then all the other little girls that look up to, I mean, me and all my other teammates and the teams around the country. So just being able to continue to impact their lives any way we can. It seems like you've found a much greater meaning and purpose behind what you're doing. I think before you, I know you've been um, playing softball since very little, I think three years old. And, um, but now it seems like you're starting to realize uh, the greater purpose behind all of that. And maybe the impact that you are having through it. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's so much more than just a sport. Um, There's so many people that have reached out to me, especially over like the past week or so that, um, I never even thought watch softball. And so I'm just knowing that I make that big of an impact in people's lives just makes me want to continue to do it. I mean, it's not only people like within this country, it's people all over the world that I've reached out. And I think mm. that it's absolutely incredible just to see how much softball in general has made such an impact to people, but, um, how much I can help other people as well, even with my dad's story. Mm, that's wonderful. Um, I want to make sure I get some fans questions in here. Um, 
I'm going to save Nick's, Nick Litfin. I'm going to save your question for last. Uh, Carrie Johnson wants to know, college softball and baseball are such unique sports in that during the heart of their season, school is out generally, so you rely on close connections with teammates more. How does a player deal with not having that camaraderie that they're used to? We kind of touched on that, but... Um, yeah, I think it's just, we find a way to still connect, stay connected with our teammates. I mean, we have a group like Snapchat and group chat and all this other stuff, but, um, just finding ways, like our coach said, to really focus on our schoolwork right now. Um, I know that none of us can really practice or be together at the moment. So just staying connected, um, whether we're at home or whatever, but, um, really focusing on school and trying to get the best GPA that we can at the moment. Mm, yeah. Nick Litfin asks, will Amber come back for one more year? Hashtag CWS. <laughs> I'm still trying to decide, um, make a decision with everything. I would love to put this uniform on for another year. I mean, there's no doubt about that. There's so many things that are um, left to be unsaid and so many things that we've really been working for and we didn't get a chance to do this year. So I mean, seniors didn't even get to play a game on their field their senior year, which is really hard for me to get over and no senior day even. But um, I think that my decision will come within the next uh, few days or a few weeks. I'm not sure. Just kind of waiting for NCAA to release any other things that they have to say about the year of eligibility, because I feel like there's just so many questions unanswered yet. Yeah, I think it's just not as simple. You know, I think from the outside, a lot of people would assume, oh, great, one more year of eligibility and that's it. So all these athletes are going to come back. But I think for mm-hmm. seniors, me being a former student athlete, it's not that simple because you might mm-hmm. have other aspirations, whether they are to play professionally or whether it's just having to go into the workforce and just line up another job. Um, it's also like you got so far into the season and then have mm-hmm. to go through all of that again. Like, <laughs> like, do you want to be in school for a fifth year? Like, what would you do with school? Would you start graduate school? You know? It's yeah. Just, I like, mean, I would, as I was saying, like I would have to start graduate school because I'm only in 10 credits this semester and I'm graduating. So it's kind of curious to see how that's all going to play out and everything like that. And I did have aspirations of going pro professional this year. Um, I know that that's suspended right now and because of everything going on and, um, there's just a lot of unknowns and going into the summer, like feeling I have to go home and get a job. But I mean, people aren't even at work right now because of this whole thing. So there's a lot of different factors that are happening that we don't even think of. And we have to like realize what's really, really going on and our health and safety is most important. I, um, I created this show, the next chapter, because, you know, it's about athletes coping with life transitions and really, exploring what happens to athletes when sport is no longer a part of their lives. And I I created it because it's something that really impacted me and Mm -hmm. it impacted me, not even just the moment I stepped away from tennis for, but for probably about 10 years afterwards. Um, And I empathize and I can see in your eyes, like the, just like the sadness and (laughs) the pain and I can hear it. Um, Yeah. You know, can you, can you identify or even, are you able to express just some of the emotions and feelings that you're that you're going through right now? I mean, yeah, like when they told us about season ending, um, I could barely stay in on the conversation just because like it really hit me hard. Um, it's something that I've grown up to love. And like even in my hardest times, like when I'm going through a lot of stuff, like for, especially like my dad's story and I mean, other things going on in my family that a lot of people just don't know about. Um, Suffles with my getaway. So um, being able to go out there and do what I love and forget everything at the moment and just go out there and 
um, do whatever I can to help my team and rely on my teammates. That's what's really helped push me to get to where I am today and um, help me become a stronger person. And I know that there's many lifelong things that I've gone through that, I mean, people, I've had my grandma crying to me one time. She's like, I've never seen someone go through so much. And um, just having that platform of softball and my teammates, my coaches, everyone that's helped me get to where I am today, um, they still continue to support me. And it really means so much to me. And I honestly just can't thank them enough for it because they're the reason I'm still here and mm. doing what I love. Like, it's it's just incredible the amount of support and how much impact people make on your life as well. Mm-hmm. Sports is such a beautiful thing that it is a wonderful coping mechanism and it's a wonderful outlet um, for as long as we um, as long as we are playing it. Um, the unfortunate and unfortunate thing about sports and the reality of it is that father time will always win and there will be a day when all of us will have to retire and walk away. Yeah. Do you think this will be maybe a time to really start thinking about um, other outlets that that will prepare you for the end, whenever that end may be with softball? Um, yeah, I think so. I just think that you have to take things like day by day. You know, I've gotten a lot of opportunities um, once my career is over and a lot of people have reached out and everything. But like I said, if I have another year of eligibility and if I decide that's what I want to do, like I'm putting everything else aside and giving myself that opportunity because I feel like all the seniors around the world, like the country, everyone deserves another chance. Um, there's so many people that, I mean, you play, you grow up playing for a national championship. Like that's what you dream about doing. And so not having the opportunity to do that is just really, really hard for people to cope with. Um, I know that they've talked about bringing the conferences back and just playing conference schedules but, like, it's hard for me to see, like, I understand how beneficial that could be, but it's also very hard to understand and try and play for something that is just within your conference and not growing up and, like, playing for the national championship that you've always dreamt about. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, there's both, there's, there's many sides to it, but um, personally, that's just my outlook on it. Yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a complicated, sticky situation, regardless of whatever decisions are made, whether it's by mm-hmm. the school, athletic department, or even the NCAA. It's going to be, it's not just going to affect ne- this year or next year. It's going to affect multiple years. It's right. just a cascade effect. Right. Um, a lot of people talk about all the incoming freshmen, like what that's going to look like. Yeah. Honestly, none of us have no idea. So, yeah. What are your aspirations in terms of playing beyond college? Um, I have always dreamt about, um, playing professionally. I mean, my goal has always been Team USA. I, I mean, it's been, I've always loved thinking about going to the Olympics and everything like that, but I'll cur- be curious to see what they did decide to do this year. Um, and I know Paris has already voted out for 2020 or 2024 and then 2028 is supposed to be in LA. So I don't know if I'll be playing softball that long, but, um, it's always going to be a goal of mine and just, like I said, whether it's playing softball or not, just hosting camps or just finding ways that I can impact other people's lives and their career is all I want to do. Uh, what's one funny, quirky, or weird thing that you've been doing with all this time of, on your hands and in response to this entire pandemic? I mean, for me, I'm just like, like I'm using baby lotion right now because I'm washing <laughs> my hands so much. Like there's just the amount of stuff that we are experiencing right now. Like 
you're just trying to do your best to live and survive. But is there anything weird or quirky that you've been doing? <laughs> I mean, not that I really know of. I mean, I might think it's normal, but other people might think it's weird. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I have lotion that I put on 24-7, too, just because <laughs> everyone knows me as, like, the lotion queen on the, on the team. So they know I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> Every what time kind of you lotion? walk in the locker room. Well, anything from Bath and Body Works, anything like okay. coconut or vanilla flavored or like <laughs> scented. And then they walk in the locker room and they're like, Amber, are you putting lotion on? I'm like, yeah, sorry. So, <laughs> On that note, I suppose I should go ahead and put some lotion on and while we're at it. Maybe I'll, Perfect. I'll have to switch to the Bath and Body Works. We ran out of lotion and everything's out on Amazon. So I'm just going to oh, have no. to go to my our toddler's uh, resources right now. So <laughs> love it. Yeah. Well, Amber, we wish you the best of luck and, and keep me posted on everything that's going on. You're welcome to Thank hop you. back on the show, especially with this, um, with everything that's going right now, everything is going to keep changing. Mm-hmm. So I think um, whatever decision you decide to make, everyone is going to support you. And, and if anything, um, I, ho- I hope you take this time to really spend time with your family. And I think if there's Absolutely. anything that we've all learned I mean, this might be a little bit too much family time in close quarters. (laughs) Uh, My husband's like working from home in the bedroom right now. But um, I don't know, at least for me, that's been the one thing that I've been able to take Mm -hmm. away from all of this. So I hope you can get that too. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on the show. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) All right, let's have a little fun. Amber, it's time for a little (laughs) mini quarantine crib questions. You ready? Absolutely. All right. Number one, what's been your comfort toy in all of this? Um, that's kind of hard to say. I'd sp- say I'd spent a lot of time in my bedroom lately just because I've been watching like Netflix and stuff, trying to quarantine myself just because of all the traveling and everything for the past like two weeks. Um, and I- my grandma dropped off a puzzle, like a thousand piece puzzle the other day, and I finally finished it. So I've been spending a lot of time on that. That's good. Um, what's been yeah. your comfort toy in all of this, though? Um, I don't know. What would you mean by that? Like, what would yours be? Uh, I would say my comfort toy has been, I have my treat. Come here. Oh, oh. <laughs> She's like so lazy. Here we go. I'm going to, yeah. Bella, it's our three-legged pit bull who's been, who, she definitely needs a bath right now. Hold on. Let me just move the mic. Here she is. She likes to hang She's out with so me. She likes to hang out with me on the sofa. Um, we've been giving her some wheat bread, you know, because she needs some healthy carbs. <laughs> um, well, in that case, I have my own. She's a Shih Tzu. Uh, Her name is Lucy. And she's probably just, I think, two or three years old. Yeah. Super She's cute. really excited that I'm holding her right now. <laughs> Don't you have another one? Yeah, he went in the other bedroom. So you he's got not gonna come out. Two for you got two <laughs> he's for a black one. <laughs> yeah, he's a black lab. His name is Deuce, and he is four. I love it. His birthday is Valentine's Day. Ah, that's a good one. You'll never forget yeah. that. Um, I know. While you're up and moving around, what's been mm-hmm. your comfort spot in your house? Um, I would actually say I really like to go outside and sit on like our uh, swinging swing set. Not swing set, like. I don't hey. know if you can see it. Oh, it is. It's kind of like a, it's like an adult yeah, swing set. Yeah, swinging like seat. Yeah. Oh, there's Deuce. Sorry, right. He's going to go bark at somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. 
And what's what's in your fridge right now? Do you have any comfort food? And feel free to show us what's in your fridge. Like I said, this is a little oh, yeah. like MTV Cribs, although you may not remember the MTV Cribs. You might be a little too young for Oh, that. yeah. No, I Oh, remember. you do? Okay. <laughs> I'm dating myself. Um, so in our fridge... I, my favorite food is potatoes. So we had potatoes last night. Um, Other than that, we just have basically a lot of different fruits and vegetables because we eat a lot of those. I'm a big vegetable person. I saw some dominoes in there. Um, Yeah, that's leftover from a few days. Good call. (laughs) I love me some dominoes. Um, But lots of grapes, watermelon, strawberries, carrots. Um, We got some like mushrooms in here. And we also drink a lot of milk. So mm. we have a lot of that That's and good. we have a lot of salads as well. That's good. I like it. It sounds like yeah. you guys are staying very, very healthy. All right. Oh yeah. Last question. Who should we interview next? Who would you like to tag as I like to say? Well, hmm, let me think about this. If we were going celebrity wise, I would have to say go crazy and go like Rebel Wilson because I think she's my absolute favorite. Wow, she she's um, a little out of the uh, my I network. Know. My network doesn't run a list like that. It's more like I know B C. Hey, list. it's worth a shot though. Like, you okay. can try eventually. All right, that's cool. <laughs> and then athlete wise, I would say one of our seniors. Um, she's actually really really funny. She transferred from BYU and she was a senior this year. But her name is Brooke Vanderheide. Okay. She's one of the funniest and like craziest persons I know. She's full of fun and great ideas. She's just a great person. <laughs> is she coming back next year or is she has she decided? We don't to... know. Okay. The NCA has their meeting today and then so after whatever they decide if because um, they're basically deciding if seniors get a year back, if everyone gets a year back, or no one gets a year back. So once that um, decision is made today, then we'll move forward with that. All right. Well, that's crazy. Well, I guess we'll we'll all be paying attention to that news. That's that's going to impact yeah. a lot of people, including yourself. Too. It's definitely yeah. It's definitely a big day today. All right, Amber. Keep your head up. Have a wonderful time at home. I'm so glad that you were able to get off campus and find your way home and hang out oh, yeah. with the pups and everything. So stay healthy, stay strong. Keep us posted on everything, and we'll speak to you soon. All right. Sounds good. Thank Bye. you so much. Bye. Bye. Now, just a little update. Not too long after our last interview, Amber finally made up her mind and she has decided to return to Minnesota for another year. So congratulations, Amber. I know your team is excited to have you back and who knows, maybe you guys will make another run at the College World Series. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And just a friendly reminder, if you want to watch the video version of the next chapter, something we'll be doing over the next month, you can find it on The Athletic's YouTube page at youtube.com slash The Athletic. I'm Prim Ripapat. Until next time. <laughs>